Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends, and happy Tuesday. Yesterday, we saw this idea of not overburdening with all of these extra rules and laws and this legalism that goes along with it, but rather being aware that we are supposed to live our lives according to God's call and His will, and that often looks like following His moral laws that He has given. And also to be aware of the things in our lives that can be roadblocks for us. Things that we have struggled with in the past that can come up and be a stumbling block for us today. Now, just like we talked about yesterday, these things are not a salvational issue. When you have faith in Christ, every mess up every screw up, every shortfall, every bad decision is covered and cleansed by his blood. But my friends, God gave us his law for a reason because he knows the negative earthly consequences that sin, that not following his ideal will will cause in our lives and that will wreak havoc. And so it is not a salvation issue, but a walk issue. So let's see how they are handling this situation and let's dive in. We are in Acts chapter 15, verse 22, and I am reading from the ESV. Then it seemed good to the apostles and the elders with the whole church to choose men from among them and send them to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas. They sent Judas, called Barsabbas, and Silas, leading men among the brothers with the following letter. So remember, this letter is written specifically to Gentile, non-Jewish believers in Christ. The brothers, both the apostles and the elders, to the brothers who are of the Gentiles in Antioch and Syria and Cilicia. Greetings. Since we have heard that some persons have gone out from us and troubled you with words, unsettling your minds, although we gave them no instructions, it has seemed good to us, having come to one accord, to choose men and send them to you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, men who have risked their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have therefore sent Judas and Silas, who themselves will tell you the same things by word of mouth. So they're explaining that some beliefs, some thoughts about that burden, the circumcision was needed for their salvation, was spoken to them. And now they are sending this letter, they are sending men to speak this truth to them. For it has seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay on you no greater burden than these requirements, that you abstain from food which has been sacrificed to idols and from blood, and from which has been strangled, and from sexual immorality. Now remember, a lot of these, the idols 
<laughs> not succumbing to idolatry, placing things above God, as well as sexual immorality, are part of the moral law throughout the Old Testament. They were also things that were very prevalent in the Gentile culture. And continuing these things will be going against God's will for his people. If you keep yourselves from these things, you will do well. Fare well. So when they were sent off, they went down to Antioch, and having gathered the congregation together, they delivered the letter. And when they had read it, they rejoiced because of its encouragement. So yes, even though they were sharing some truths that God's law should still be respected, that we should still follow his will, that these may be roadblocks specific to you, the people are encouraged because they have lifted the burden of these extra ceremonial requirements like circumcision. Lifting that yoke and that burden. And remember in Matthew 11, Jesus says, My yoke is easy and my burden is light. It was never meant to be heavy. And so they are encouraged. And when they had read it, they rejoiced because of its encouragement. And Judas and Silas, who were themselves prophets, encouraged and strengthened the brothers with many words. And after they had spent some time, they were sent off in peace by the brothers to those who had sent them. But Paul and Barnabas remained in Antioch, teaching and preaching the word of the Lord with many others also. So now Judas and Silas are heading back to the group in Jerusalem, while Paul and Barnabas are remaining there, preaching the word of the Lord. And after some days, Paul said to Barnabas, Let us return and visit the brothers in every city where we proclaimed the word of the Lord, and see how they are. Now Barnabas wanted to take with them John called Mark, but Paul thought best not to take with them one who had withdrawn from them in Pamphylia, and had not gone with them to the work. So we saw John Mark earlier on in this book, and now they are alluding to this fact that John Mark had left them and the work. So Barnabas wants to take John Mark. Paul is not so sure. And there arose a sharp disagreement so that they separated from each other. Barnabas took Mark with him and sailed to Cyprus. But Paul chose Silas, a new companion, and departed, having been commended by the brothers to the grace of the Lord. And he went through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches. So we see here that when we follow the Holy Spirit's lead, when we follow God's will, there is encouragement, not burden. Encouragement, not burden. Be encouraged today, my friends, that you don't have to do anything to earn your salvation, to earn God's love. He loves you fully and completely. But also let me ask you, what roadblocks do you see in your life that pop up and are a struggle for you? Maybe something you used to deal with. Maybe a sin that used to plague you and it doesn't have to be idolatry or sexual immorality. It can be something like pride or worry and fear, or placing your identity in something that is not Christ. 
Maybe it is a version of idolatry where your priorities are out of order in your life. Again, these are not salvational issues, but walk issues that will impact your day-to-day life and how you feel your relationship with God. Dwell on these things, pray about these things, but remember, it doesn't change God's love for you. Ask him to come in to work in those areas, to bring his love, his grace, his strength, his healing, and that he loves you. Even in spite of all your messiness, he, through Christ, cleansed you when you put faith in him. And I will see you tomorrow morning. If you would like to grow your intimacy with God, to turn every workout you do into worship, then I'd invite you to join me for my free workshop coming up in April. It's called the Exploring Christian Yoga Workshop, where we'll be answering all your questions about faith-based yoga, whether that's okay, why it's okay biblically, and you'll get a chance to try out one of these faith-filled classes. So you can join me by signing up at hesedheart.com forward slash workshop. I would love to see you there.